Are you obnoxious? No one is offended by that question this morning. But are you obnoxious? I hope you are to some people. If you're not obnoxious to anyone, then you need to examine your conscience and pinpoint what you're doing wrong, what you need to change in your life. The just man who's mentioned in our first reading today, this text from Wisdom chapter 2, was obnoxious. He was obnoxious to the evil people who wanted to kill him because of his faithfulness to God. And it wasn't just his words and his actions that were obnoxious to these people. His very presence had that effect. As it says there in the text, the wicked said among themselves, thinking not aright, let us beset the just one, because he is obnoxious to us. He sets himself against our doings. To us he is the censure of our thoughts. Merely to see him is a hardship for us, because his life is not like that of others, and different are his ways. This passage is read during the season of Lent because these prophetic words, as we all know, were ultimately fulfilled in Jesus. In the growing opposition he experienced in his earthly ministry, opposition which culminated in his passion and death. We see an example of that opposition in today's Gospel reading from John 7. It will increase in the Gospel passages we will read during the remaining days of Lent. But these words from this first reading are also supposed to be fulfilled to a certain extent in each and every one of us and in every disciple of Jesus Christ. And they will be if we're doing what we're supposed to be doing, if we're living the way we're supposed to be living, if we're witnessing to the Gospel of Jesus Christ in our daily lives. It's actually pretty easy in 2022 to be obnoxious in this way. Just tell people that you believe in traditional marriage or that you oppose abortion and contraception or that you don't approve of the gay lifestyle or transgenderism. That'll do it for sure. The woke crowd out there will immediately label you as obnoxious and probably call you a lot of other things that cannot be said from this pulpit. Unfortunately, the truth is no more popular today than it was in the time of Jesus. In this regard, I came across an interesting quote from Bishop Fulton Sheen the other day. These words certainly apply to the enemies of the just man in today's first reading. They apply to the enemies of Jesus in this gospel. And at times, in all honesty, my brothers and sisters, they can even apply to us. Because we're sinners, we're imperfect. Sheen writes, St. Thomas Aquinas says that we can hate truth and fear goodness. We can hate truth because it means a change. For that reason, we often resent the truth that is told about ourselves. We rationalize what we have done. We will stay away from a doctor lest he find cancer. We do not want to know the truth. We like to hear about social action and political moral problems, but we're not too keen on hearing the truth about ourselves. Truth hurts. We fear goodness because we like to keep our own standard. We have moved away from the standard of Christ to the standard of the world. We do not ask ourselves, does this please Christ, but does this please the world? So I will dress and act in such a way that I will not be separate from the world. I want to be with it. We marry this age, and we become a widow in the next one.
obnoxious people embrace the truth, even when it hurts. Obnoxious people pursue goodness when it's not the popular thing to do, even when it's not the popular thing to do. Obnoxious people strive to obey Jesus and not the world. So I ask you, and I do this very sincerely today, I ask you to pray for me that I will be an obnoxious person. A very obnoxious person. The most obnoxious person that I can possibly be. And I promise to do the same for you. That will make us all very loving, very holy, and very pleasing to God.